0: what's up guys it's Lori, aka loretta chow the sex reporter and half of the insatiable podcast with smiley so thank you again for all your call-ins every time we post a question as a reminder for those of you who might be new to listening to the station call-ins are posted um in some of the podcast episodes that come out and you can look up the insatiable podcast on itunes google play or wherever you like to search for and download podcasts so the last one that came out was actually yesterday they come out every tuesday and it was about masturbation some of you might remember calling in about that so if you do uh definitely check it out to see if your in is in the episode if you do listen to the podcast by the way if you listen through itunes especially if you can leave a review for us that would be really really helpful so the question for today is actually inspired from a conversation i'm having right now in a group chat with a friend about like things that we used to do back in the day it started because he listened to our podcast from this week and was talking about how you know like you know you would get the the catalogs and whatever to see girls when he was young and it just made me rethink back to all the crazy stuff that I would do um when I was like young and boy crazy and not permitted to date guys and stuff like that cuz I was in a strictly like no boyfriends until college type of situation in my home so I used to have to <laughs> Buy phone cards just to just to talk to guys. So it used to be that like you would call people from your landline, and then every single phone number you called, especially one that wasn't like local with the same area code, would be listed in your phone bill and sometimes like you would have to pay extra if it was in a different county. So that was a big issue for me because my um I live in New York, but for high school, my mom moved us out to um long island and so to call queens or brooklyn or anywhere else it would be like calling from 516 to 718 that would cost extra money and it would be itemized on your bill and i could not have my mom knowing that i was on the phone with guys for whatever hours at a time after school so what i did was i would have to save up my money and go to buy these like phone cards with 800 numbers on them And then use those to call and then the 800 numbers were toll free so they would never show up on the phone bill and then she would never catch me. So I'm wondering what kinds of things you guys did back in the day when you were young and inexperienced and maybe you didn't you know have controlling parents or or anything like that but what were things that you did when you like didn't know quite what you were doing but you wanted to get out there and you wanted to start dating you wanted to maybe get your first kiss or whatever um were were there any crazy things that you did um for a girl or for a guy back in the day let me know so to give give a little more detail it was actually much more complex than just buying a phone card for me so what i would do is those phone cards were expensive and so it's not like you would just buy a phone card and then talk on it for hours at a time usually what happened was i would speak to guys whose parents weren't as strict as my mom was and i would use it to page them on their beeper or i would call them for a minute and be like call me right back and then they would call me and then it'll be fine because then whatever their parents apparently didn't care about high phone bills or, or something so there was that elaborate thing. And then when it came to beepers, we also had beeper code. So I could like message people in beeper code, like uh, telling them to call me or really anything, anything that's like a short enough to show up on that little bar with numbers. I could say in a, in in a series of numbers. There was one time where I was actually dating somebody freshman year of high school and I wanted to go to the mall. <laughs> or something with him to meet up with him and he lived in another town so I was supposed to meet this chick who was going to drive me there because I didn't drive at that time and I needed to get out of the house but I didn't have a reason to get out of the house that night and it was a random school night so I told my mom I was going on this field trip all right and she had to drop me off at the school and then the plan was she would drop me off my friend would pick me up and then we go meet up with my with my then boyfriend So my mom drops me off, and for some reason, she's like on to me. I I don't know. I don't think I was acting suspicious, but for some reason, she says, all right, well, I'm just going to wait here in the parking lot while you get on the school bus to go on this nighttime field trip that you told me about. And mind you, like there was actually a field trip going on, so it wasn't uh, like a total lie. So there was actually a school bus in the parking lot that night, so i was like oh sure whatever i tried to act natural play it off you know what i'm saying i go into the school bus and the teacher's like why are you here you're not supposed to be here you didn't say you were coming and i said uh oh yeah i'm just here to say hi to some people but it was funny because i actually didn't really know that many people in the school at that time because i had just moved to that place and um i'm just sitting in the standing in the school bus and the teacher's looking at me like i have two heads and i'm looking out the window at my mom sitting in the car with my little brother who was probably three four years old at the time sorry maybe five six years old at the time and she's not leaving she's just sitting there she's really gonna wait for the bus to leave so at some point the teacher's like listen we're leaving so you need to get off the bus right now and i was like okay sure and i remember i had um a jacket on and back then it was like the nautica jackets were hot i don't know like asian people uh, we had like our own sort of like fashion trends and stuff like that. And I had like a Nautica jacket with the collar flipped up and, and like baggy jeans and stuff. And I was like, sure. So I took the jacket off thinking maybe she wouldn't recognize my silhouette if I didn't have the jacket on and I ran for it. So I ran from the bus into the school and I went to the nearest payphone to try to call my friend and be like, where you at? I need to, You need to like come get me, otherwise I'm gonna get caught. So I'm hoping somehow that my mom didn't notice me run off the bus. And uh, as I'm on the... F- payphone with my friends suddenly i hear my little brother running through the hallway and screaming my name and it's like echoing throughout the hallways like "Lori, Lori!" and i'm just like oh man i'm in so much trouble and uh i i, I sort of hid in the phone bo- booth to just hope that they would pass me by and not find me but they did and i got in huge trouble for lying and i think i covered it up and i made up a story and i was like oh no i just wanted to go out and i didn't want to tell you you know it was basically getting caught for anything was better than getting caught for being with a guy so it was that serious um but yeah that was pretty humiliating and a pretty elaborate scheme that didn't work out just so that i could hang out with a dude what did you guys do
1: Hey Lori, this is Oscar from Thoughts and Hospitality listening to your segment about silly slash stupid things that we did as young kids. I grew up in a house in Queens, so it was a three-bedroom house, but the funny thing is my dad really loved bringing commercial products to the house. So for instance, our phone system, I don't know why he thought he wanted a corporate style of phone system in our house so we had corporate phones in each one of our bedrooms so strange so it was a type that you would pick up the phone and you'd have to dial like line one we had multiple lines i have no idea why he thought it was a good idea to have like three or four lines at home so yeah we had multiple lines and so um i remember on weekends i would have to it would you know just hang So I'd be hanging out at home on a weekend, and if I wanted to talk to a girl, like past a certain time, it'd be really strange because I could pick up the handle to the phone while still having it hung up. So, and then if somebody called me, instead of the phone ringing first, the line one button, for instance, would start blinking. Before the phone rang so that was sort of a trick a late-night trick for me to Have someone call me So that I wouldn't have to like wake up my parents late at night at like two o'clock in the morning trying to talk to a girl So I'd say hey, let's chat and then I pick up the phone like a like a dummy and then wait for that flickering red light and pick up the phone really quick before the actual tone and the ring and the phone went off, last part, I swear, but anyway, you know it'd be like a school night when I was trying to talk to this girl that i was I was talking to and and uh, you know, I was mentioning these commercial phones, and so since that red light was on, my mom, of course, was a light sleeper, and so if at two o'clock in the morning she sees a red light beaming out of her phone at, at at that time she's gonna wonder what the hell's going on why is oscar up at this time so unfortunately there was one weeknight i was supposed to be in bed it was a weeknight a school night banging on my bedroom door and all of a sudden she's like hey what are you doing up so late hang up the phone that was my my mom and her accent but um yeah stupid things that we do as kids cheers
0: what's up oscar thank you for sharing that um it's pretty funny if you think about how much teenage romance used to revolve around telephone logistics like that kind of stuff i feel like added to the excitement i guess because you had to sneak around just to talk to people but now everybody has a cell phone and you're probably like texting all night and your parents can't figure it out anyway I wonder if that takes away some of the, I don't know if mystery is the right word or the suspense or whatever. But when I think back to that kind of stuff, I mean, it was crazy. And I hated the fact that I had to sneak around just to like see or talk to guys. But in hindsight, it probably made it a lot more exciting. It was kind of fun, I guess. Not when I got caught, (laughs) but um, yeah, I mean, like I, I bet. You know kids these days like don't even know what the struggle was that <laughs> that we went through to you know just to have a little conversation and and you know like just to just to see that for you it's to see a light blinking but for me it's like i don't know i i can't i can't even describe how much my heart would race i would like call the guy and then you know waiting for him to call back and hoping that somehow my mom didn't randomly come home early before he managed to call back. And I'm pretty sure that actually happened before. And um, she picked up the phone. And I was pretending to be, I don't know, sleeping or something like that. Or doing my homework. And the guy definitely pretended it was the wrong number. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. But thanks for reminiscing with me. If you've got more stories, let me know. When it came to, like, talking to a guy or talking to a girl on the phone... If you were trying to hide it from your parents, one of the things that enabled us to do this, this is what makes it a very specific generation. You needed call waiting. Because if you didn't have call waiting, you would always get caught. Somebody would inevitably try to call in and say they can't find you and you get in trouble for it. Or you would be on the phone and. You know, your your parents might call, try to be calling you, and they wouldn't be able to get through. It would be obvious you're on the phone. So call waiting changed the game, I got to say. And it used to be that call waiting you had to pay extra for. And I remember when my mom was like, you know what? We don't really need call waiting. And I had, I was so like, I... <laughs> I mean, the sales pitch. I don't remember what exactly I said, but I remember I pushed so hard for for us to keep co waiting, and I must have said all kinds of things like, "Oh, you know, we have a baby in the house," because my brother was down. was like, you know, we can't, we we can't not have co waiting. Like it's dangerous. I don't know what I said, but I definitely lied my ass off just to try to get us to keep call waiting and i definitely had to act really well because i didn't want to come off as too desperate because then that just makes it obvious and like you guys might have surmised from my earlier story my mom was really really good at catching me in lies so luckily we always kept the call waiting um and uh you know but I, I'm trying to I'm trying to think what other crazy stuff just to get on the phone. I mean, when when we started using AOL, that was a whole other thing, because whether or not you had call waiting, if the modem was on, that was going to be a problem. And uh, I convinced my mom that, you know, we needed to pay that. I don't remember how much it was, like, what, fourteen ninety five a month. I don't remember how much AOL was. And she wanted to cancel it because she was always on the whole like, oh, we can't afford this. We can't afford that. Like, we didn't even have cable growing up, but I told her I needed it for for school And so I'd be on, and as soon as she stepped foot out the house to do something, I'd be on the computer, like, trying to talk to to people. And we used to be in these things called, like, Chinese Chat Town Square with, like, uh, the old school AOL chat rooms and stuff like that. I remember there was other ones, like, I don't know, Asian Love or something or the other or whatever. It was mostly, like, kids in New York. Uh, And I feel like everybody was kind of two degrees separated from everybody else anyway. And we, like, would all be talking to each each other and stuff. And um, I remember for some reason at the time, my dad, who wasn't around very much, um, by then he had the computer that he left at our place was a Mac. And the thing with the Mac was if you just shut it down, um, if you didn't shut it down properly and it turned back on, it would have everything, every single window open that you had open when you, when you like cut off the power. And so there were a couple of times where like, I didn't know when my mom was coming back, so I'd have to like keep keep uh, an ear out and listen for when she was pulling up. And when she did pull up, I'd have to basically um, like you know turn off the computer real fast and like run to my room and pretend to be sleeping or whatever because she would come home real late from I don't know I don't remember what it was that she was doing. And if uh, sometimes though I would get so caught up in a conversation that I wouldn't hear her until she was already turning the key in the front door, and that would be like. I would be like, oh, my God, I'm about to get killed right now. So I would just take the plug and literally just unplug the computer and plug it back in. And if I was lucky, she didn't check the computer. But the thing is, those monitors, those old school monitors also give off some static electricity. So she'd be able to tell when it was on. And if she was paying attention, she'd catch me. And that was the worst. I mean, like, all hell would break loose. So, you know, but you had to do what you had to do, right? So when I got a little older... And I actually started to, um, my life got a little more elaborate and I would actually like, you know, skip school to go out and hang out with guys and whatever. Um, it got more complicated, right? Because my mom was just as strict. Um, but I was a little more mobile. <laughs> you know, I could get around and, I don't know, just like travel to see people in different towns or, whatever like we were in long island at that time when i was in high school so i go um into queens or the city or whatever to meet up with guys and when they wanted to come meet up with me it would be this whole complicated thing where like i would have this brief window of time where i could get away with going to do something and not being home because i also had to take care of my brother back then so i'd have to pick him up at a, by a certain time like i the latest time i could pick him up was i don't know like five or something like that and um so if I wanted to, if somebody wanted to see me, I'd be like, well, I mean, I got out of school at like two something. Um, I'm only free until five. So the only window of time I have is that if you want to make it out, you can make it out. And guys would have to like, take the train to see me. And that was crazy because it's already bad enough when you like live in Queens or Brooklyn and you have to like date someone in the other borough or God forbid you have to go all the way uptown or something like that. It was such a pain in the ass because also guys wouldn't, you know, if you went out with somebody, you wouldn't just let a girl um, go home by herself back then, especially if it was like late. You know what I mean? Um, that's a, that's how it was back then anyway. And um, so it was just like a lot of travel. And then t- to then have to like go out to Long Island, which is more expensive by the Long Island Railroad, and... Um, it goes by a schedule. It's more expensive. Once you get there, there's like no way really to get around easily. So you'd have to like find people to get you rides, or you'd have to pay even more money to take a taxi or something like that, or like walk really, really far, just to see somebody for like an hour. Um, yeah, I kind of feel bad for making people do shit like that. Some people had cars. Um, cause like I would talk to guys that were like a little older who would you know be driving by then, so they could drive out to see me, but. It's kind of funny. Um, And then I'd also feel like really bad because then guys always, if a guy's going to come out and like just hang out with a girl for a little while, they're always going to be like, oh, just stay out a little later, blah, blah, blah. But I really couldn't. I had responsibilities. So I always felt kind of bad about that. But, you know, young love. I think what made it worth it was all that suspense between, you know, like when you didn't have access or immediate access to the person that you're interested in, you would go for the long periods of time without talking to them. Like You'd be sitting in school all day. You can't text them. You can you can maybe slip out and go to the payphone and like page them something like real quick. But you couldn't talk all day. Sometimes like you'd have to wait all the way until The evening to get a chance to talk for a little bit. And then, you know, you'd only see each other once in a while, right? And that builds up so much suspense that it almost makes it like, oh my God, I'll do anything just to see this person for one hour or 30 minutes. And I don't, I feel like people might not even do that or might not be, you know, just might not feel that sense of urgency anymore. And that's probably part of what was fun about it. I mean, we we did all this stuff like lying sneaking around phone tag and taking trains everywhere like all these kids i mean these kids meaning like me and people that i knew like we were doing these things um not to have sex like i didn't lose my virginity until i was 17 so this is all stuff that was like i wasn't you know it wasn't anything even serious it was just talking to people like talking to boys and being like, I was boy crazy, but I just like wanted to be around them. I wanted to talk to them, I liked the romance, like that's what it was about back then. And somehow all that stuff was worth it.
2: Hey, hey, sensational. this is Richard J.K. Man still. I remember back in the day, even though we had cell phones, my dad was very, very strict on being on the phone to um, your girl or anything like that. So he used to have us. Um, leave our mobile phones on his bedside table before we went to bed so I used to utilize the, you know the hands-free and I'd stick my phone under the pillow and I'd stick my hands-free in the air that I'd be laying down on the side with and then I'd open the door just a little bit and I used to have to whisper on the phone just to talk you know just to have a little conversation in and obviously there weren't no such thing as putting the phone on vibrate so I'd put it on silent and look at the phone and keep a hand over it so so the light wouldn't wake up anybody else in the house. And that's how we used to get away with it.
0: Thank you. That is a great reminder that even with the assistance of modern technology, it can still be exciting and require a lot of creativity. All these stories are probably scaring listeners out there who are parents of kids who will soon be (laughs) preteens.
2: Hey, hey, Richie Rich again, still, You know, this tune, First time I heard it, I was smiling to myself because no guy or nobody can try and pretend that this song's never happened to them in their life. Like this song brings back or brought back memories to the first time. You know, for me like my first time. And how I was done here to try to front like yeah yeah yeah, I'm a pro. It's nothing, it's nothing. With Deep that is that I was like sweating hard. But i guess fortunately for me it was their first time too so our expectations weren't too high then but yeah this song always brings back memories and makes me smile and makes me laugh because i think everybody's been in this situation before everybody has been that guy at that time
1: (laughs) the struggle was real um Man, and you and and you think back um, and about what would have happened, like even in like the 50s or the 60s, in in New York City, when just hanging out on the stoop was was you know the the thing to do, and just like hang out with your friends, and all of a sudden, you know, you got the mom open up the window and say, "Hey, Ricky, get back inside," or "Hey, Sally, get get inside," and. It's crazy how things have changed, and these kids now, like, now they all have a cell phone. Where's the mystery? Where's the excitement? Where's the suspense? There's, its like no drama. I think that's it. There's no drama that, that, that sucks them in. I don't know. What do they got now? They just gotta swipe left or swipe right, that's it.
3: I personally, um... Again, my mom's also pretty cool. She's, she's realistic, you know, so I got a boyfriend in my last year and she was very much just kind of like, don't be stupid, but also like, I can't control what you do. So I trust you. Don't be stupid. Um, but this was a conversation we had after um, I had, I didn't have the car. No, it's Okay. I had the car until I could drive myself home at the end of school. And me and the person I was with I had this bright idea that I would sneak him into my house after my mom left to run her errands for the afternoon slash evening because she had a lot of things to do. Um, but when I got home, she wasn't ready like to go when she expressly told me, like, be home right after school because I'm going to be going. Um, so I got visibly upset because my emotional balance also was not in the right place at that time. So I was like visibly upset and she was getting annoyed because I kept asking her, like, when are you gonna leave? Like when are you leaving? Like you made me come home right on time, right after school, and now you're telling me you're gonna be forty five minutes extra. Like I was being so belligerent, and it was because what happened was I dropped him off at the nearest plaza where there's like coffee shops or whatever. Um, and I was like, okay, just wait here for a couple minutes. My mom's gonna leave, then I'll text you and you can walk over. But she was like, oh, I might be an hour, but you can't go back out and take the car. And I was like, holy crap, what am I gonna do? He's just kind of like chilling in some random convenience store. Um, anyway, so she left. We hung out for a little bit. He left. The next, we were like ordered food and a pizza. And the next day, my mom asked me, and she asked me, like, oh, was your friend over? Like one of my closest friends. And I was like, no. And she was like, well, And she was like, well, the toilet seat was up and there were, there's like two sets of dishes in the sink that weren't there when I left yesterday. So like, who was over? And I didn't want to tell her that like my boyfriend was over because we never had this kind of conversation. And I figured like everything would be fine because I didn't want to ask her. And then she say, no, you're not allowed to be in the house with him alone. So I figured if I just didn't ask her. It wouldn't be an issue and she just would never find out so I just looked at her and I was like no one was in the house and she was like oh mm, okay and then I was like freaking out cuz I was like she knows she knows. so I went to my teacher that morning and I was like you're a mom should I tell her and my teacher was like yeah you should tell her because she already knows so then I texted her and I was like you know what's-his-face was over yesterday and I didn't want to ask you and then she got mad more so cuz I lied about someone being over, instead of um, just telling her the truth. And then that's when she gave me the whole speech of like, I am not here to monitor you 24 seven. And she was just like, I give you pretty much free reign, you're a good kid. Like I let you sign yourself out of school. Like I give you all the free reign, just don't lie. And don't be stupid with this boy. Like don't make any mistakes, which pretty much meant like don't do drugs or host a huge party in my house or get pregnant, and I think the biggest one was just like, because all the other ones were had to do with me single or in a relationship, but I think the biggest one was like, don't mess up and get pregnant. And it's like, okay, um, but she was real mad that I just lied to her in the first place. So, you know, that was probably the only thing that i did personally that involved sneaking around because i'm really open with my mom like i go to parties and i come home and i'm like this person was smoking and these people were hooking up and like she doesn't care but i'm telling her all the drama um but that was one time that i was like "Mm, don't know if i can tell her but yeah uh different things for different people you know
0: hey purse it's so true mothers always know and it's always like when the panic sets in that it's just obvious that your kid is lying and i'm sure my mom probably i mean she called me a bunch of times and i'm sure she knew other times that i was lying about something she just didn't know what i was lying about <clears throat> and it's cool that like your mom was um pretty lenient with you and everything um i think like sometimes the stuff is just built up in our heads you know that's suspense <laughs> and i'm just imagining like if i was in your situation back then and some and the guy was waiting in a store and i didn't have the convenience of texting him and he was just supposed to time it somehow because that's how it went back in the day it was like uh all right we'll give it about 15 minutes because for sure she'll be gone by then and then he'd like show up at the door and she's still in the house i mean that was like the plot for many a tv show i feel like you know what i'm saying Hey guys, so I don't know if I'll be on uh, over the holiday weekend. Maybe I will be. Um, I'm going to try to listen at least. So I wanted to wish everybody happy holidays. If you're celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you just finished celebrating Hanukkah, hope you had a happy Hanukkah. And anything else you're celebrating, just uh, you know, stay safe with your family, have fun, and I will talk to you soon.